Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So one of the most interesting projects I have purchased since I came into this NFT space is Yoshi Drops, my membership over there. And this really is a cool project because it fuses art and music. Well, art is a form of music, or music is a form of art, I should say. So it's visual arts combining it with the audio arts. So it is very cool project. And it's one of the coolest things that I have purchased in this space. And what I really like about it is it has the independent artist that it is has in mind is releasing music and it is monetizing it for them. And I'm just going to read you a tweet that I just saw last night. And it really sums up this whole project and why I decided to highlight it now. Well, in combination with another thing, they're coming out with a drop on the 24th. Now, this tweet comes from Galleria NFT, and it says, Wow, mint number one of our release on Yoshi Drop sold for 5,000 wax. And he goes on to say that is more than the band makes in selling two years of streaming audio. So one drop of an NFT, and not I wouldn't even say just one drop, but this one particular mint, the number one mint, sold for more than what they're selling for in two years. And that's really the power of this project. And it's really putting a lot of power back in the hands of the artist because the traditional music model is you have the gatekeepers, which are the big radio or the record labels, if you will, and they sign the artists. They usually give them a, a front. And that's the money that, you know, you see a lot of uh, celebrities and artists that are they're buying the new Lamborghinis and what have you with. It is a front that is given up to uh, them by the record label and they sign with them. And really, it is just a loan. And out of that. They're going to have to pay for their studio time, their production, their music videos and all those other things. And a lot of times that's why artists find themselves in trouble. And when they sell millions of records or their song is the most popular, it is seen everywhere, they end up in bankruptcy. Why is that? And most uh, I can think of uh, TLC from the 90s. They were a group with uh, three girls, T-Boz, Left Eye and Chili. TLC, that's how they got the group name, but you might know them from uh, their biggest song, if I am not mistaken, was probably um, No Scrubs. A scrub is a guy, thinks he's fine, also known as a, you know, that song. Sorry, I'm not a singer, but, you know, that was the, probably their biggest hit. Most people know uh, that song. Uh, they have others, but anyways, after their first record label, or their first album was released, they sold millions, and they went on, they were seeing themselves everywhere on uh, every award show, the Carters Magazine, and what have you. They go to their accountant and they're in debt. Well, that's because really the artists do not make any money for the most part. And recently I heard a crazy statistic that every single year the number one song during uh, this holiday season is Mariah's Carey's All I Want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas is you. There I go again, just, you know, uh, singing horrible. And there's always this meme that comes up, you know, for the New Year's. Uh, it's that time of year now when Mariah Carey goes back to the ocean because really that's the only time that we hear that song. But I'm not here just to sing these Mariah Carey songs and what have you. The main reason why I am bringing this up is because I heard each time that song actually streams on Spotify or wherever, Mariah Carey gets one penny. And she's probably on the high end of the spectrum because she is just a major artist. So just imagine a lot of independent artists that are, you know, they might say a see a hundred thousand um, streams for their song and they think they finally made it and then they get their royalty check and it's just a couple hundred dollars. Just imagine uh, what that's like or... <laughs> Not even a couple hundred dollars, right? Uh, depending how, how uh, the contracts are worked out, the split with the label, all those different things. 
So this project, I think, is very interesting because it is really focused on independent artists and really putting the power back into the artist. So when I found this project, is when it was when they were launching their first uh, initial set of memberships. And at the time, there was Clear and Black. Now they've since gone on to have six different levels. There is Clear, Black, Silver, Gold, Platinum, and Diamond. And each different tier, there's different rarities and what have you, is when they have their drops. Traditionally, that word drops actually came from the music scene when a new album was going to drop. They would say um, the album drops on X date was the release date. And that's really how it came over into the NFT world. As far as, you know, these uh, NFT drops, it really is borrowed from the music industry. So it's just very fitting that we have this music project and it's called Yoshi Drops. And so with these memberships, they would push out the the various um, the, the musics on their drops and their release dates. They're working with independent artists, but also Yoshi who this uh, project is named after, Yoshi Kondo. At the age of 12, he started off as a DJ in Japan, really grew a love for the music and everything that was uh, in the space. And when he migrated or immigrated, if you will, to the United States, he was living in New York. And as his bio reads that he really arrived with no friends, barely speaking English. He had not a penny in his name. And since then, he has spent over 20 years in the industry creating music, uh, releasing artists, and just having a bunch of relationships with, with people within the industry. And it's just a cool project that he ends up teaming up with Michael Blue, or in this crypto space, we know him as M. Blue, especially if you're someone who's over in the Wax ecosystem. Uh, you're very familiar. You see a lot of co collaborations with M. Blue drops that he does, just uh, just countless projects. I can't even name the things, uh, the amount of things that I see M. Blue uh, is collaborating with uh, the, the the number of projects but he is just a, a great artist and of course he is in the music scene himself so these two basically uh, titans if you will clashed and collided and made this perfect storm for Yoshi Drops to be created so why this is such a revolutionary project is it's combining all of the stuff that we know in order to pa uh, put the power into the hands of the artist and we think of a lot of times when we're talking about the NFTs we think of visual arts such as painters and graphic designers and what have you but with this we also forget that music artists are also starving artists, right? There's a lot of people singing on the streets or doing whatever it is, or even if they are signed to a record label. I can think of even uh, recently, I met a, a, a guy who, uh, he has a rock band. They're signed to a major label, actually, and they're on Spotify, Spotify they're streaming, and they're, they're doing fairly well on the outside. But in this group where I met him, he was actually saying that, you know, they're basically uh, scraping by. They're, they're, you know, the, they're just trying to figure out just as, you know, um, a struggling artist would. And he's trying to balance out the finances that they can actually create the music. And the guys are uh, going in different directions and trying to uh, just negotiate and, and just work out all those logistics. Some people want to run it as a business because, they, again, you have to pay for the equipment, the electricity, the studio time and all these different things. And it's just very difficult because you see him, he has his albums out, they have music videos and all these different things, but also he's working a side job. Well, I should say that his his main job and he is um, not really necessarily happy with his career and what have you, but he loves the music and he continues to do it. So there's so many artists like that and it just so happens that I came across an artist like that and he was able to really tell me uh, how things were going down and what have you. And I knew this was always the case, but this is the first time I actually 
met a, a signed artist and was able to speak to him and and see really how things are behind the scenes and to find out that basically he's working just to support himself. So I was like, wow, this is this is pretty crazy. You know, I could just imagine how many of his friends and other people see like, oh, man, he has a record deal and he's got music videos out and what have you. And they're probably sitting there not knowing that it is a grind, right? He is doing it for the love of the music. It is not the riches and the fame that you might see in the music videos and what have you. So with this project, I think as that tweets uh, just really summed up, that number one mint selling for 2000 wax, which at this time at about 45 cents, we're talking about $900. That is not life changing money. However, as you can see, that is more than two years worth of streaming royalties. So it is not life changing. However, it is game changing for these artists in the sense that, okay, here is a different avenue. This is a different way, a different route that people who love the arts can monetize, figure out a way. And a lot of people that are, you know, uh, are knocking it that saying, so someone is commercialized, they sold out, and it's not about the arts anymore, and it's about the money. But at the end of the day, remember, these people have lives, they have family, they have bills, and it, it does not, uh, they can't record their music and do these things for free. I mean, something has to be, you know, pay for it. So in many cases, these artists are subsidizing the arts with a day job or subsidizing the art with donations. So with this model, I think is very cool. So when I got into this project, I was excited to see what they're going to do. And of course, they started immediately releasing and dropping some um, the music NFTs. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. It's a cool project. So it's something that is a lifetime membership. You buy one of these and 100 percent. I'm just saying it out there that I do own two of these memberships right now. So, you know, I'm not getting any commission or anything for uh, promoting this and what have you. It's just a project I've been in and I upgraded recently. I originally came in at this, the clear membership, which is, you know, the, the lowest level. But uh, I, because the prices are down, what have you, I upgraded recently to silver. So I'm excited about that. I haven't made the jump to gold, platinum or diamond as yet. But, um, you know, I'm pretty sure that is uh, one of the projects that I would love to be in. And um, this announcement coming up that they're actually getting ready to do a drop on the 24th. It really kind of uh, got me excited about the project again, because, yes, it's sitting it over in my wax wallet. And, you know, I haven't really been thinking about it too much, but they're just doing so many um, projects, partnering with different artists, and they are giving them a platform and a marketplace to be able to sell their music as NFTs. And also they are pushing out Yoshi's music, the music that he has produced and created himself within this lifetime membership. It is being pushed out. So there is a lot of uh, a gamification in this, too, because you want a low mint you want to have not only do you want quote unquote the new drop right just like oh man you want to be the cool kid at school with the new album but with this you also want to be the one with the number one mint so not only do you have the cool album you have the different rarities but then you also have the opportunity to have the number one mint so you can say like i was the first one to get this drop so there's a lot of uh cool things in it as far as the whole nft space how it works and of course the music and the community behind it but most importantly i just think what they're doing for the artists not depending on the gatekeepers and groveling at the feet of the, the the major labels and and just you know at the end of the day to get scraps off the you know the crumbs that fall underneath the table it gives the artists the opportunity to really monetize their craft and i think this is such a cool project and i'll leave the links in the show notes so that you can read more about it if there's something that you're interested in if not i think just uh going to the website reading their bios and playing some of the previews hearing some of the songs and i think it was pretty cool and i, I know even um they did a pro I don't know exactly where that's going to go, but they did a promo dropping a 50 cent coin for 50 cent, the recording artist, you know, the rapper 
from Get Rich or Die Trying and all those that, you know, grew up uh, that were in high school in the early 2000s, such as myself, you know, when when he hit the scene, it was like just a total just a shift in the music scene and everything was crazy. So when I saw that 50 cent promo coin drop and I was able to get that in my wallet, I was like, oh, wow, like they're doing some pretty cool stuff here. But primarily this is independent artists that are, you know, up and coming and it's just giving them the opportunity to uh, get in on the ground floor. But just to see that they had that little uh, I don't know where they're going to go with that with even 50 cent. I'm like, okay, well, you know, even a major artist, although, you know, we're well past uh, the the glory days of his career, is taking notice of what this project is doing. So I think there is really some legs in it. And and, um, I know they had spoke about uh, releasing a jukebox that would be able to uh, tie all these NFTs together within the project and be able to play them and so I'm excited to really see where it goes. But generally speaking, this is just one of those projects that I'm excited about. It gives you a really feel-good feeling. And even they released a um, some uh, Yo-Yo Christmas, uh, what do you call it, uh, NFTs with uh, Yoshi in a, a Santa suit and what have you. They made him look like an action figure and it's in a box. And so it's, it's just a fun project. There's a Discord. I'll leave the link for that too. And, you know, if you're interested in this stuff, if you're interested in music or just interested in art and uh, NFTs in general, which I assume you are if you're listening to this uh, podcast, right? So uh, this is just a, a a nice breath of fresh air for the music industry, and I think this is something cool. So hopefully you found this interesting. And as usual, if there's anything that you'd like to know more about, if you'd like me to dive into, research, or share, or just want to give some general feedback, say, hey, you know, uh, I don't really like the fact that you only speak about uh, this, or you need to speak more about that. Well, sure, <laughs> let me know. I'm open to that, and my contact information is in the show notes. So until next next time later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.